You almost done? Uh, I can't believe they actually make you brush your teeth to enter this casino. What did you expect? Gold Nugget Hotel and Casinos have the highest standards. Ah, done. All right, Herman's somewhere out there on the casino floor about to risk the future of this show, and we have to stop him. And don't forget about Danny. He's in his robot mode and hunting for Herman as we speak. We have to stop him, too. And Steve is a moron. Steve is a moron. Then there's no time to waste. Let's go. Or we could record an episode in this fancy washroom first. It is pretty fancy. Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 25 of Transformers Energon. It is open fire. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, Alpha Q finally did something after insisting it wasn't the time and then that it was too late. And in this episode, uh, we just open with the Autobots charging through Unicron's hallways or tunnels or whatever. Yep, action, action, action. There's blasting their way through, and we see Mirage for the whole two seconds he's in this episode, and <laughs> Jetfire and Ironhide separate because they were linked up before, and Jetfire flies off to fight more Terracons. So is Jetfire stronger when he's not power-linked? I would think they'd be more powerful when there's two of them together, but Jetfire, yeah, he, he flies off on his own being like, ah, oh, you're not strong enough, and then Ironhide runs away <laughs> screaming like i'll show him yeah and megatron can hear the autobots coming he's getting impatient why is it taking them so long to get here and he tells the decepticons to fly the hell back inside because this is where the battle will be but they're like really belligerent they they want to stay and fight scorpionok yeah and outside where the battle certainly is snowcat and demolisher are pinned down by scorpionok and megatron who has had to wait all of 10 seconds now he's waited long <laughs> enough and he opens the floor underneath them and they fall back inside and when scorpionok goes to jump in after them, Megatron slams it shut, trapping him. Yeah, I initially thought it was just like a trap door, but it's a whole it reminded me of uh, in the movie, the G1 movie, when Metroplex is transforming and it, yeah. it like traps uh, Starscream's leg. It's, it's, yeah, it's big. Um, but then Alpha Q, I guess, just controls Unicron's head and just, like, opens it again. So Unicron is free? Yeah. So but aren't we on Unicron's body? Well, Fuck, but the I'm head's so confused. connected to his side now. It's yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 because of the piercer that's... Oh, whatever. Yeah, I get you. But now, wherever this is, Inferno has a bead on Shockwave, but Shockwave sees him at the last possible second and puts up a force field of some kind, and then for absolutely no reason, he tells Inferno that he is going to take over Unicron, and nobody can stop him, not even Megatron. And conveniently, Megatron just hears this and Inferno's like what's going on and this will never be brought up again not the Inferno like trying to piece it together whatever let's keep on moving uh, we go to Ironhide who catches up with Optimus and is like I came here to prove myself that's what I'm doing here <laughs> but then the place starts to shake and a stone slab starts to fall on them and this was so dumb. tentacles come out of the walls and try to grab it that doesn't work but before the slab can land on them tentacles come out of the floor and form springs boy, which boy, 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 to hold boy. the slab up and welcome to another episode of the podcast within a podcast, the ways I'd like to see Nick die podcast. In today's episode, a giant slab falls from the ceiling, but before it can crush the Autobots, springs come out of the floor and the slab bounces off and it lands on Nick, who is coming down the tunnel because it's Transformers Energon and continuity doesn't matter. And there we have way number 422, I'd like to see Nick die. And that was the podcast within a podcast, the ways I'd like to see Nick die podcast. Thanks for listening.
Yeah, this whole thing was stupid. What makes it stupider is Alpha Q claims credit for it. Um, and Optimus is like, you know, I think we might be headed into a trap for no reason. He just thinks it now. So uh, we then. But okay. then immediately after he says that, he's like, follow me, man. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, this this one really threw me off because Megatron's in his throne room, right? And all these spikes come out of the wall. So I thought he was controlling Unicron, but I guess Unicron's trying to attack him. And then he's Neo from the Matrix because he stops them all. All these spikes that fly at him. Yeah, he can somehow affect gravity and inertia. And then he, like, just gestures and sends them all back into the walls. And then they attack Alpha Q, who's in a... Like, a, I mean, I know that the head is technically there, but it's just, I don't, how did they get there? But And I was about to say when I started that, this didn't make sense, but 25 episodes in, I should know better. Yep, and here we go again. Kicker has to convince Alpha Q not to be scared of Megatron again. In fact, <laughs> don't even worry about Megatron. Let Optimus deal with him. So help Optimus instead. Like Yeah, even though all right. a couple episodes it was, you got to stand up to Megatron. Who cares? Um, and then he suggested that he, uh, or he, Kicker suggested Alpha Q join the Autobots. Yep, join the Autobot team. Like, he's already helping already, them. But, yeah. And now we're right back at square uh, one. If Alpha Q can control Unicron, Optimus can defeat Megatron. And this just goes on. And Alpha oh, Q yeah. isn't scared of Megatron. Unicron will protect them. And his head starts spinning like crazy and finally lands on Reasonable Face, who says, all right, fine, we'll help. Because planet Unicron is their home. They say that at one point, and I was like, okay, so I thought you had your own home planet. And then later on, apparently it's whatever. Um, so, yeah, they agree to help. And then uh, we go to Inferno, who runs, he's running through Unicron, and now he encounters uh, Demolisher Snowcat and a, bu a bunch of throwaway Decepticons. Yeah, they come up from behind a panel in the wall, but as soon as they start blasting, Shockwave and Scorponok show up too, and now why not all the rest of the Autobots are here? And I think maybe it's two different fights, but the dialogue kind of carries from over from one into the other, so it makes it seem like they're all in the same spot. And on top of that, all the hallways are the exact same, like, background layout. It, it's all the same artwork, so there's no, like, somebody needed to be in a metal hallway and then somebody in a rock hallway. Yeah, or at least two different colors or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something to differentiate. Anyway, uh, there was a, a neat bit here where the Autobots, it's like they finally remember they can turn into vehicles going <laughs> yeah. down the long hallway <laughs> but uh optimus tells them leave everything to me i got this he launches copter two and then we burn some time watching them all transform oh, one of the time and then immediately copter two gets shot down <laughs> yeah that, that got a laugh out of me might have been my favorite part of the uh, episode um and then uh, there's there's okay we go back to kicker and margarita a number of times and every time is just him yelling at her and saying something or eventually yelling at Alpha Q. But this time he's like, we're going to win because I think if we get enough energy on that, it's what will win the battle. Like he just figured that out. Yep. And now Alpha Q, who was already helping them, is helping them. So that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says something about we still haven't used our secret weapon, the Energon. Yeah, except uh, they have like every damn episode. Anyway, we go back to uh, we go down to Kicker's dad, who's on Earth. And he gets an update from, they call them the Cybertron cities. I, yeah. I thought they, I didn't think they were the Cybertron cities. I figured the one on Cybertron was Cybertron City. Be but what do I it. know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, their Energon star production is like, they're pumping out hundreds from every site, which honestly sounds good considering you only ever see three or four of them an episode. But 
According to Dr. Kicker's dad, that's not enough. Yeah, he's worried it might not be enough. And before he can get his, what, 12-year-old daughter to open the space bridge, because he's got her <laughs> working here now, Alexis gets on the screen, and she's like, exactly what the hell are you doing? Can we just say, it's no surprise that Dr. Kicker's dad still violates child labor laws. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, Alexis is like, hey, you're going to leave the Earth uh, defenseless, and Dr. Kicker's dad, he says some stuff, but what really got my attention is that he is adamant kicker had nothing to do with it and it's all his idea because alexis is like did you know kicker put you up to this it seems like something he would do it was like no no it was all me it was all me and like uh, alexis and sally even start laughing at how fucking stupid he's being and And, uh now it's a full earth because it always is like it's exactly the blue marble photo look at the real picture and look at this even the clouds are the same like so they put a little bit of work into it and commercial break and when we come back the autobots come to like this big like crevasse this chasm and apparently they can't fly anymore yeah (sighs) so complaining it's a long way down but then when the camera finally gets to the bottom of this thing the Autobots are there. (laughs) (laughs) And at at that point, Optimus has another one of his, I'm going to go alone moments. And okay, there were two things I did like for a brief moment. Rodimus is like, dude, this is not your own personal war. Yeah. You need to work as a team. And I love that somebody would call Optimus out on that. I wish that it, there was more to it, but I did like those three, four seconds. Yep. And because even Prime's like, the fuck did you just say? But then Megatron sends Shredder's transport module up through the floor. And it's like, <laughs> all right, you want to come get me? Get inside this thing. Yeah. Wow. I was trying to figure what, what it was. Yeah. It's a, it's a Technodrome transport model, um, module. Anyway, um, <laughs> then Optimus is a dumbass because he starts to walk up and I, one of them is like, what if it's a trap? And he's like, I'm sure it isn't a trap. Not even Megatron would shoot that. Boom. He gets shot. Yes. He only gets like two steps up this thing and something blasts fire one clean off his arm and his arm with it. And his hands all smoking. And what shot him was shockwave. Yeah. And then he blasts. I think Prowl runs up to him, but he shoots Optimus again and blows both his legs off. Yeah. We're doing the, the Black Knight scene, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? In this case, it it is just a flesh wound because Optimus could transform back into his normal mode. Yes. But he doesn't do that. He just lays there and uh, Megatron gets pissed off at Shockwave for like, you know, how dare you? He was mine kind of thing. He's like, geez, man, I'm just trying to help. He flies away. And then Prowl asks a guy missing three limbs if he's okay. And Prime's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. And the Autobots head off to deal with Megatron. And even though he's fine and he declared this was his job to do, he insists that Ironhide go with them when Ironhide offers to stay and protect them. But again, Ironhide gets belligerent where Optimus is like, all right, I want you to go help them he's like no i'm gonna stay with you sir and he's like i dude i told you i'm your i'm the commander go do this thing no yeah that's a direct order soldier go such a dummy (laughs) anyway he he does go off and he's gone for like two seconds and then uh ding dong and doofus show up who are they um demolisher they show up and like oh look it's optimus prime and he's a sitting duck and now kicker is off somewhere and misha has to tell him something about it he's just running yeah he's and misha's like kicker it's about your dad, and they never come back to that. And now on Cybertron, <laughs> they've got Wing Dang all fixed up, two coats of wax. He's all set to get out there and have another go at Shockwave. But then Red comes in and tells him Optimus is in bad shape. Yeah, so he he transforms, flies off. He's a jet, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like a flying wing kind of a thing, like a Wing Ding kind of thing. Hey, and then uh, the Snowcat Demolisher shoot at Optimus with all of the lasers and miss <laughs> yes. everything. They're just empty in the clips, but they can't hit it. 
that damn thing, even though Optimus can't move. Yeah, like, so then Scorponok arrives, and they, they, the Decepticons run off. Did you hear what Demolisher called them, though? He calls them Turbo Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really that's, I like that. Oh, no, it's Turbo. Uh, I do like that. And, but yeah, they transform and run for it. <laughs> and then uh, Dr. Kicker's dad, he sends all the energy on through space, uh, like I think through a space bridge. Um, and like we see it traveling in a big uh, like red beam, I guess. But it, it's it's decent animation. It's classic anime energy animation. Anyway, yeah, where uh, it's all going round in spirals and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Shockwave finds Megatron. Yeah, he just blasts through the wall into Megatron's room, and Megatron's like, what? As if he's surprised, but then he adds, do you want? Like, it's really <laughs> clunky. It's like you uh, recorded two different lines and two different episodes, and they stitched it together for this one. That would not surprise me at all. In fact, if you told me that this entire series, every episode was actually seven to eight other episodes just with words randomly stitched in together. Yeah, I, I believe you. Um, anyway, Shockwave has this big speech about how it's his destiny to take over. Uh, but then Starscream shows up. Yeah, he gets in behind him. He's got the sword to his neck and Megatron has a line like, oh, gee, what is it with people always wanting my job or something like that? And we see the Energon coming through the space bridge again. And with Optimus, his Energon star is starting to fade. And he thinks about everyone who could have helped him, but he insisted on being an <laughs> idiot. And then it disappears and he's dead. Yes, they don't show him dying as, you know, unless it's the G1 movie. They really don't like to show Optimus die. But what we see is his Energon star fade, except I've seen Energon stars fade like a dozen times in this series already. They were just like a little boost that you would get or an uh, yeah, like it's a, a power magic up, energy. right? It's, yeah. it's not your only source of energy. Yeah, I think what they want, want to talk about is his spark, but they show his Energon star die, and that doesn't matter because he's going to come back anyway. Um, be, and, oh, right away, actually, uh, there's my note to say. The Energon arrives and wakes Optimus up. Yeah, it just comes out of the space bridge, and luckily they had it aimed at Unicron's head because it hits that, and it shows Alpha Q and then Optimus, and then the Decepticons getting surrounded by it, and the whole place is shaking and falling apart, and then Misha asks, what's that on the screen? And like, oh, that's Unicron. Yeah. Like, what? And okay, oh, whatever. The, the ending gets muddled. It looks so Alpha Q just gets bathed in this like red energon light, and he's like, it's it's euphoric, I think he says. And uh, then he sees his planet, which is like the Windows 95 wallpaper. Yeah, except the, the grass is moving, it's just beautiful grass field blowing in the wind but it's a big flat grass field blue sky and nothing when we saw his planet before there were buildings and structures and terracotta oh yeah it was like a desert yeah so <laughs> this is just who cares and until i saw this i thought at least in the last seven eight minutes his planet was planet unicron but then before that it was a different planet so this guy <laughs> is i'm at the point now where i'm pretty sure alpha q is just a chronic liar either that or he's just insane but or poorly written or all three but yeah <laughs> then glowing bubbles start flying up from inside unicron and the energon recharges optimus and guaranteed he will have learned absolutely nothing from trying to do everything himself and having it go sideways and kicker thinks alpha q has a few surprises in store now that unicron is alive After he saves him, Scorponok reminds Prime that he only saved him so that Alpha Q could take over Unicron, and he leaves it at that and walks away. We don't see him again for the rest of the episode. 
All right, that implies that Alpha Q wants Optimus to live, right? So why leave him behind? Why not pick him up and carry him back to Alpha Q where maybe they can get him fixed up faster? This is the guy that Kicker convinced Alpha Q to let deal with Megatron, isn't it? Which is their common goal they need to achieve before anything else can get done, and which they should have done before sending all of Earth's energon to Unicron. You just gave it to Megatron, you boneheads! We've seen he's got just as much control over Unicron as Alpha Q has, even if Alpha Q gets the ball rolling on putting his planet back together, what's to stop Megatron from flattening Cybertron at the same time? Here's an experiment. Do something with your hand. Doesn't matter what or even which hand. While you're doing that, turn your head. See? You can do two things at once. Are they just hoping that Unicron can't walk and chew gum at the same time? Even if he can't do something different or that drastic, we've seen he can reverse what Alpha Q does and send it right back at him. Until Megatron is dealt with, it's a stalemate. Oh, you want to build a planet? Well, I don't. In fact, I want to blow one up. Oh, you won't let me? Well, then let's start back at square one. You want to build a planet? Well, I don't. In fact, I want to blow one up. Oh, you won't let me? Well, let's... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. Open fire is the name of this episode. Hit an exclamation point. Uh, Paul, who should be shot over this episode? Uh, all of them. Yeah, uh, everyone. This one's just not a very good episode at all and again we're doing the the optimist i have to do this myself 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 kind of thing and who how dare you try and help me when before he was going on about how we're a team we're a team we got to work as a team and when you're on the team the you know oh it's pick a lane yeah he's had <laughs> there's been episodes before where he's be like no i'm you know he's mine and whatnot but he, this would have been really great if they had built it up for a while that he was becoming obsessed with destroying Megatron while everybody else was looking at Unicron or Alpha Q or whatever. Yeah. But then it would have really been cool that Rodimus got in his face and said, this is not your personal war, back down. But they didn't do any of that. So it was only like three or four seconds I liked out of the episode. Yeah, it is not not a very good one. Can't see me ever rewatching this one. No. Uh, it Although it does feel like we're headed towards a series finale. And after this, there's like another episode and then we'll do our wrap up. And then there's like 26 more episodes. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest, I'm curious to see where the second half of Energon goes. Can't get any worse. Jesus Christ, Paul, do not say that. God, why would you say that? Now it's going to get so much worse. <laughs> oh, The next episode, which will probably be worse, is called uh, Ripped Up Space. If you want to see two ripped dudes, uh, you can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Leave everything to me. I got this.